0: traders how are y'all doing today hope you're having a fantastic day um i did the outlier live actual live this morning and um man i was so irritated by my microphone uh since you and i have spoken i've already ordered a new microphone arm a new microphone the arm is here the microphone will be here uh tomorrow yeah i was so irritated uh but either way so you'll see the microphone here today it should sound a little better already uh but it'll sound even more better tomorrow so hope y'all are having a fantastic monday let's take a look i think sebastian was here already good afternoon sebastian glad you made it my friend um the market the this is my opinion only my opinion oh i need to add it to the screen just a second Just my opinion. I could be a thousand percent wrong. This may be the top. I'm not calling it because I could be completely wrong, but I am saying I feel like this is the reversal candle. Now, why do I say that? Anytime you see a candle that like punches up like that, has this giant wick on top, and then turns around, starts heading south and turns into a red candle below the high of yesterday, that could definitely. Definitely be a reversal candle. Leonid, how you doing? Glad you're here. So I'm not calling top. But as you know, I haven't been trading for a while. I think we are in a FOMO market right now. And I'm sitting on the sidelines waiting in cash for proper setups as long as it takes. So because of that, I am gonna hang out the next couple days and a few weeks or so as long as it takes. Until um like at the signal I see. Jean-Louis, good to see you, my friend. Yeah, you're right. Breath woke up today, finally. We'll see if it holds, right? We'll definitely see. We want to see the 10 over 20 price over the 50 on the uh market breath, but it definitely came back today. Totally 100 percent right. Uh we do have the 10 over 20 price over the 50. Hang on, Jean-Louis, you made me skip my button here. Let me hit the bumper. We do things by the book around here. All right. I have an educational informational show to put on for you. Welcome to the Outlier Trading Room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, I always like to say this is my style of trading using Outlier and I am a partner with Outlier. So I like to share this is my style of trading, but you can use it any way you please. And there are new opportunities every single day. So I want to see the 10 over the 20 price over the 50 on the breadth and the market price, which we got the 10 over 20 price over the 50. We've had it for a while. And then on the market breadth, we have the 10 under the 20 price under the 50. And it is um, that is a bearish setup to me. So I have a bearish setup on market breadth and I have a bullish setup on market trend because I trade from a top down approach and I have no confluence there nathan knows he's upset he missed yesterday's live (laughs) i noticed nathan that's okay um but we're glad to have you here today so i'm not gonna be trading anything today uh, because i don't have a confluence of breadth and trend together on a day like that for me and my style of trading that makes a transition day i'm not in the market i'm waiting for valid market setups as you guys know so um i it's You got to show up every day. Right. One of the things that I learned from uh, the market wizards is you need to have consistency and discipline. Uh, I don't have it with me. One of my all time favorite trading books is called uh, the complete turtle trader. I would highly recommend grabbing a copy of that Um, in there. It's Richard Dennis, who was one of the market wizards. He talks about uh, how even if there's no trades, there may be no trades for weeks that set it for you, but you at least have to show up. You have to be consistent. You got to just show up every day and at least look, because he gave the a story of uh, when the silver trade happened in the 80s, right? I'm too young for that. But when the silver trade happened in the 80s, when the Cook brothers, so, so I'm too young for that, but I love finance, right? This is my jam. I don't care about sports. I give no shits who won the Super Bowl yesterday. I heard Taylor Swift won the Super Bowl. That's all I know. Um, so finance is my thing. Either way, uh, when the Cook brothers cornered the silver market in the, in the 80s, uh, Richard Dennis was um, entertaining family members from out of town. And he said that that was uh, his worst trade he ever made was having those family members come in because he wasn't paying attention. He he did not take his signal and it would have been the greatest trade he had had ever seen ever. And granted, you can't like be stuck in front of a screen every day. You have to make the decision. You know, how much can you commit to it? Right. With consistency and discipline. And that's why I don't sit in front of the screen all day, every day, 2.15 central time. That's when I get on. I'm taking a look if anything lights up, I'm going for it. If not, I'm out. So like this Friday, I'm out. I'm going on vacation with my kids for the weekend. Monday is a, uh, Monday is a holiday. Um, So there's not going to be any trading rooms. There won't be any trades. Uh, Outlier may even actually push some through. I have seen that in the past. I don't know if it will. Uh, But Monday, there's not going to be anything. Uh, We're going up to Arkansas. We have a lake house in Arkansas that we're going to go hang out for the weekend. Because Monday is my birthday. And I'm taking it off. And it's also President's Day i'll be 38 years young either way um let's take a look at a question jean louis i assume um is this you my friend are you bluefin trader let me know okay so jean louis said he wanted to express his gratitude for the daily trading insights well you are welcome my friend Uh, Sometimes the best trade is not to trade at all. It's a concept I've struggled with for years and the perspective of that has been enlightening. Uh, He's got a question regarding option trading strategies, buying an option in the money. I understand the rationale behind it, such as higher premium, reduced chance of expiring worthless. However, I've noticed often the option just below the in the money strike price is significantly more affordable, albeit at a slightly lower delta. Is this a deliberate tactic employed by market makers to steer traders toward the wrong option level? And ultimately, does it significantly matter if the stock continues in the direction we anticipate? Okay. Jean-Louis or Bluefin trader at least. I really appreciate that question. Give me just a second. I'm gonna log in to Tastyworks. We're gonna jump onto a couple option chains and chat about it. Um first, I, I don't believe in the they's I, I do in politics, but in as far as the market goes, um I don't believe in the the theys. Right. The uh, the market makers looking to steal your money. Um, that doesn't mean I'm wrong. That just means that's not how I consider trading. Um, I always look at it as if if there is somebody on the other side trying to steal my money, I'm going to do my very damn best to make sure they don't. <laughs> so that's the way I look at it. Let's jump into the spy. And it really doesn't matter which strike. So we're going to go or which expiration. So we're going to go March 15th, I generally like 21 days. We don't have a 21-day on the monthlies, so I'm going to pick this one. Four days is too short for me anyway. So March 15th. I generally like the uh, 80-ish delta. In fact, that's in my notes here. It's usually around the 80 delta. Where is that? Usually around the 80 delta is where I get in. And when... We look at the SPY, you can see the liquidity is awesome everywhere. So I think John Louis' question about um, the liquidity standards really won't apply to this one. Let's go to a different one real quick. Let's uh, pop open AEO, Algin. I don't know anything about these. Okay, so AEO has a negative 5.87%, so I'd skip this one. Algin, negative 17%, I'd skip that one. For the next one, next two. Axon, 331.41%. Eh, that's what I'm interested in. All right, let's take a look at Axon, A-X-O-N. All right, this could be a good one. So generally, like I say, the 80 Delta, I mean, this is really, really wide. 3090 to 3230. I don't like anything over $10 anyway. So let's go to what his question was, which was uh, one that's slightly out of the money. So like the 270 strike versus the 240 strike, right? We're going to take a look at those two. So first thing to notice here, Jean-Louis, is the Delta. Now, um, do please, if you haven't already, uh, download the secret investing book in here uh go download that if you don't mind or it's on amazon now um i need to put a link in here um make sure you get the second edition that's why i mentioned it because i do cover all the uh, greeks and everything in there but what does this mean so a 78 delta versus a 48 delta yes it is tremendously more expensive it's like one third of the price right but a hundred percent of this every single penny of this is extrinsic value, okay? However, we have a very small amount of extrinsic value. Where's it at? Here. So, percentage-wise, 100% of this option at 270, the 270 strike, 100% of that is extrinsic. On the 240, 523 divided by 32, 16%. Extrinsic value goes to zero every single time. So you're starting off on the back foot already. You're already saying, my option is worthless. It will go to zero. However, it must move in my direction, right? Let's say I want to hold this all the way to expiration and it doesn't actually do anything. We don't trade that way, but let's say you did, right? I would end up still having. My option, you would have nothing. I'm not saying you would, but I'm saying that is the big reason why I do this, right? Because the last thing I want to do, the very last thing I want to do is be on the back foot. Time decay always happens. And if you're 100% time decay, where I'm 16% time decay, the factor of how much your option will change on a daily basis is you know, five times greater than what mine will be. That's one reason I don't do it. Another reason is the Delta, right? If I'm paying for these, for this option at $32, that means I can buy basically in a nutshell, 80 shares. Cause that's it. That's the Delta times $32. I can buy $256,000 worth of shares for three dollars or uh, $3,200. Let me let me explain the math behind that again. If I have an 80 delta. And each option contract is worth 100 shares. So 80 times. Um, where going I get 3200? Oh, 32 right there. In fact, I think I did that wrong. 80 times current price. Where's current price? 265. Yeah, I did that wrong. 80 times 265. $21,000. That's what I meant. $21,000. Of stock, eighty times the current price, two sixty five. But I can get it for thirty two dollars and ten cents per share. So consider that, right? Imagine you're looking at this and you're saying, I can get a two hundred and forty dollar stock, right? We're 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 just going to use the round numbers here. I can get a two hundred and forty dollar stock for thirty one ninety each. That's pretty sick. In fact, how much? What kind of discount would that be? So let's round it up to 32, divided by um, 240. So that's uh, one minus 0.13, It's an 87% discount. That's how I look at trading. Now I didn't come up with this. Larry Height taught me this. Larry Height is one of the original market wizards. Um, I had the amazing opportunity to work directly with him. Um, he, he, he taught me this. I was like, wow, this is cool. You can get shitloads of leverage, so much leverage, and um, like you can really, really work the way an option is supposed to work. Because if you're buying something way out here, you're hoping and praying that it moves for you. But if it doesn't do anything right here, yeah, I'm going to be out, but I'm only going to be out a small bit. And if it works, I just got an 87% discount on every stock that I buy. So that's my rationale. As to why i trade that way i hope that makes sense um yeah it's one of the coolest things i ever figured out and once i did i was like dang this is so cool uh if you want to google up the term stock replacement strategy that in a nutshell is what it is it's buying deep in the money calls stock replacement strategy reason being is you're eliminating as much of the um extrinsic value and you're, you're you're eliminating as much extrinsic value as possible yet being able to take on the uh leverage that the option provides Nathan says do you sell right after the 87 percent discount well nathan if i sell it i'm not going to get any sort of gain on it right if i sell it right after i'm, I'm basically taking the uh the bid ask spread which usually is not going to work out in your favor um but we do sell it once the movement happens once i get an exit signal right so since you asked what are my exit signals you guys have not even had a chance to watch me trade that's the crazy part my exit signals are twofold stopping out and selling into strength i'm only going to focus on the blue and the green the red is when i go short so a 10 ema broken what does that mean so the 10 ema on my chart is the blue line if it closes below the 10 ema like i did on this date i would have gotten out period no no matter what full stop if it closes a half ATR value below today's price, or, or from the entry price, I would get out. What does that mean? So the ATR is the average true range over, in my case, 14 periods, okay? So as of today, the average true range on the SPY is, hmm, let's call it 395. So 395, divided by two, uh, let's call it $1.98. So if I got in at 500, oh, that'll be easy, 500.98 minus 198, 499 would be my exit point. So if I got in at 500.98, I would get out at 498, 499. If it turned around and went against me. Now, why half ATR? I didn't come up with that. That came from the complete turtle trader. Uh, I talked about that earlier. That was um, Richard Dennis's methodology. Meaning, listen, this is the average range over a week. If it takes half of an average range out on you already, like, what's the reason you're even holding it? Why? Right? Yes, it sucks to take a loss, but that's also part of the game, right? You don't load up mario and expect to go beat bowser every single time you put on the the game no you're gonna die it's exactly the same as this but when you're skilled enough you can make it all the way to to get bowser right you got to make those sort of analogies because people want to get into trading and think there is no losses ever it's not it's not possible no matter what even with outlier right the point with these is that yes the uh the signal here returned 331 point four or 333.41 which is outstanding. But some of those were losers, right? Like this one right here. October 16th, sell so October 21st. That was a losing trade. Followed by a really nice winning trade, right? The wins have to be bigger than the losses. Period. Full stop. That's the only way the math works. Um so, and then it closed below the prior days higher low. So this is my other third exit point. So imagine all well, horizontal lines. Imagine. The SPY closed down here, okay? Right, so I I got in at 500.98, but if it closed below yesterday's low, that is a sign the trend is reversing, right? That is a sign, this is a perfect example, on this candle, where's that arrow button, here. That is a perfect example of a trend reversal candle. Now, it didn't play out, it kept on going, But it would have closed below the the 10, and it was hellish below yesterday's low. Now, at what other point did we see it close below the prior day's low? None of these. Only there. That was an exit candle. And so, right here, where did it close below the prior day's low? Right there. And so, that would have got you uh, out before this candle here. Now, of course, the trend continued on, but the market's been crazy strong. Let's look at a different stock. Apple? Yeah, there you go. Apple's a perfect example of this. Let me remove all annotations here. So let's say you're in Apple, right? And then you see this candle here. That candle was a close below the prior day's low and it didn't happen at all during this huge trend. Big-ass trends, the ones that you wanna be on, they don't do that, right? When you see a close below the prior day's low, Big trends don't do that. And you see it went sideways and then it died, right? And then it's gone sideways ever since. This was the perfect exit candle right here before the 10, it closed under, right? So 189 and it flirted with that a little bit. And now it's even below that point right now. That is why I have this listed as one of my criterias. Now, the other thing that I like to do is sell into strength when I get it, which is on outlier I have a few different things first is 88 d4b0 that's one of these green colors here and the way that I look at it is I get this uh I get this google plugin and I I back tested this and which is where I came up with this and so I figured I found when looking at these oh 88 d4b0 is actually a great exit point I uh I don't have that on this one let's see a different one Oh, wow. So much red. Let's go to um, uh, NVIDIA. That's a perfect one. 88D4B0 is what I have found for me to be a nice exit point, which is, where is it? this shade of green right here. Right now, that doesn't mean you're going to catch the top, but it does get you out into strength, and that's what I'm going for. Uh, additionally, if it goes from green back to pink, right? Imagine you're long here and you're holding it you're holding it and then it turns back to pink yeah i'm out or if the shading goes the other direction right let's say the shading's getting going from uh dark red you bought it everything's looking good and then uh oh wait a minute it's not getting darker green it's actually getting lighter green going to pink that's also an exit criteria for me right so these are just what i use right and that's why i always say this is my style of trading with outlier there's so many opportunities that you can get every single day it is amazing what outlier can do for you um i'm gonna skip final thoughts today i actually got to run here in just a minute um tomorrow or hopefully fingers crossed tomorrow said i can have tomorrow mahesh said that i should be able to have dev access into the upgrade um i don't i need to ask them what is this going to be called is it outlier like 3.1 or whatever um i am curious of that but uh, we're going to be getting a lot of back testing. Uh, I've already made some spreadsheets. I'll share those spreadsheets with you so you can see what I'm working on and what I what I'm doing. Um, because you are you're you're on the inside now, right? Like now you have access to what pro traders do. So get ready. Like <laughs> your lifestyle is changing now. Have a fantastic day, and I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Talk soon.